Hi, and welcome to Entrepreneur Minds Speak. I'm Lauren, and I own a branding and packaging agency called Creme de Mint. And this is... Hi, my name is Natalie. I own a web development company based in Tampa, Florida. And today we are going to be talking about AI, specifically yes. mid-journey, uh, chat GPT, um, Jasper, uh, Dolly. So we're just going to talk about a bunch of different things um, about this subject. We don't know a ton, but we have been diving into it, trying to learn about it as business owners. Um, we feel like this is a very important time um, and very important for us to be diving into this, uh, all of this like new technology uh, before it like takes off and we're, <laughs> we're trying, we're left trying to catch up. We're driving into it now and um, we wanted to share with you what we've learned so far and how we're thinking about applying it to our business as well as like what we're thinking the future might hold for our businesses. Okay, so why don't we start with um, why don't we start with the text-based stuff? Um, so we could talk about Chat GPT um, and then also Jasper. You've been playing around with. We'll kind of compare them and see what we've been able to use them for um, and where we think they're going to, you know, go and how they can help us. Yeah, absolutely. So with Jasper today, I was playing around with creating a blog post because that was the first thing I was thinking, like, how could I create a blog post with this and how good is it? So I put in um, how to create a memorable tagline and I got a few paragraphs. Um, it was, you know, it wasn't bad. Um, and then I tried it again and I got a few more paragraphs, a little bit different. I asked it to, um, to try it again. Um, and I can show, I can show a little bit yeah. how the process went. Um, so this is what Jasper looks like. And what I did is I put in, I put in, it says I can put in like, I think it's 600 characters and I copy and pasted, um, another article, um, just a part of another article, just to kind of get the con, um, the idea of the content. And then um, I put the voice and tone. And I actually said that I wanted it to be for entrepreneurs um, and business owners, so that the tone would be specifically for, for those folks. Wow. Um, I, you know, the other one that I did earlier, I didn't, I didn't have like this little spot where it said the keyword. Um, when you first log into this, it looked, a, I mean, it looks a little bit different than it looks right now. So that part was a little bit strange. So let's say the keyword is creating a tagline. And what I did is I just went and I looked up, you know, creating a tagline for my business. And I grabbed like a, um, an article just to kind of get an idea of like what I was thinking about. Wow. See how it would create it. So I went, that's 600 right there. So, um, I went ahead and did that and then compose. No, there it goes. I also tried it through their chat function. Uh, so here I asked, like, create a list of 10 blog post titles about how to create a brand tagline. I came up with these ones. Mm -hmm. Um, and then I said, okay, use this SEO keyword. So I was trying to do it this way. Um, and it, it doesn't really do it 
that successfully. But some of the content here was interesting, like talking about the voice, the voice and tone, talking about syntax, connotations, power words. Um, wow. all this seemed pretty good. Um, and then I also was asking, like, create a list of the most liked taglines. Oh, um, I love that. Most recalled taglines. Wow. Um, that was kind of interesting. And then I actually took this from like another post and I said, okay, can you rewrite the following? And then it came back with, um, you know, a synopsis and I was able to take that and put it into another document. So it, I ended up kind of putting together all the different ones that I tried mm -hmm. into the blog post. So this oh, is nice. essentially three or four different, um, Jasper chats or blog posts to create this. Is it really worth my time to, you know, I probably spent an hour creating this. So there's like little like syntax errors throughout it that I noticed. It's not quite there yet. It does give you the ideas mm -hmm. um, and it does give you, you know, new content, like it's original content. So that part is good, but like for SEO, like you have to fit in the, the keywords and, oh, yeah. um, you kind of, you kind of have to work it in yourself. It seems like I almost feel like that's better. Like I almost would hope that, and I feel like it's just going to get better and better. And you're not even going to notice whether it was a human or an AI that wrote something, but I almost feel, cause that's how I experienced it as well. When I was using, um, chat GPT, I, for, I was like amazed at the results, just the fact that it could do it in such speed, um, came up with relevant points. And I even forget what I was writing about, but I was just formulating different things and seeing it what, what it would put out if, asked, uh, if I asked it to do certain prompts. And um, it would write an entire thousand word article in about a minute and I had to go through it and change things and similarly change the wording was sometimes a little off and the grammar was a little off here and there, but the basic outline was incredible. And I almost feel like that little bit of not being perfect is almost good because it still requires that human intervention. Um, and it still requires us to actually put thought into something so it can be more used as a way to leverage your time in certain ways, like certain research things might be a little bit faster in GPT, uh, G, or, GPT um, or other AI programs versus looking in Google. Um, being able to rewrite stuff I found really helpful, like where I had written something a little bit, and then I would yeah. ask to improve it, you know, I, I, I'm ESL, English is a second language for me, first language being Dutch, having something where I can be like, can you just make this email sound better <laughs> or something like that? Um, and it actually feels like it sounds more like how I speak than how I write, because I find myself sometimes a little bit lagging in the writing department. So I found that um, very amazing. So it might be kind of good that, you know, you're still having to piece different things together to be able to put your own input in it a little bit more. How is this going to change? Like, our job. We have, you know, Jasper, which can write. And then we have Midjourney, which can create like these beautiful designs, which we're going to show you guys in a little bit. Um, but it's, you know, where's this technology going to go in a few years? And that's, you know, that's something that um, we definitely want to think about.
you know, and, and talk about and imagine. And um, I was having a conversation with somebody else earlier today. And what we were thinking about is like the strategy still needs to be there um, for the, the, for the branding, for the businesses, for, you know, just that strategy piece is just going to become that much more important. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think, you know, thinking about it in that way um, might be, you know, might be more helpful for people that are feeling a bit scared that this is going to take over and we're not going to have jobs. So absolutely, absolutely. I think it's like any piece of technology. When you enter in a new piece of technology, it's a big fear of like, what is this going to take? What jobs are going to be lost because of this? And I think that it is overall a leverage point of like, how do we utilize this technology to enhance human experience overall as a species, basically. Um, But also, how can we be smart to make sure that those people that may be displaced from a new technology, how do we embrace them and make sure that they're still taken care of? And who knows, maybe the fact that AI exists, it will result in new opportunities elsewhere that we're not even thinking with that will require more, um, you know, human input as well. So it's, it's definitely kind of a shuffle and something to think about. And I think it's equally as exciting as worrying, um, you know, but it, it's definitely something new and something I think everyone should be aware of. Yeah, so I first kind of started diving into this in December, so right around the holidays, and I was looking at mid-journey, I started like looking at chat GPT, and I, you know, I did, I kind of panicked, I was like, oh my gosh, like I just, I could see fast forward, like, okay, where am I going to be in like three to five years? Now I'm just trying to step back, really get a better understanding of how the technology works, and how we can integrate it into what we're already doing. Um, what about chat GPT? Um, what other things have you tried with it? I was trying out various different code snippets, seeing what it would give me. Um, I even asked it to build me a website. I just prompted it like, build me a website for a restaurant just to see what would come out. When I got the outputs, I definitely didn't feel so worried about job security. Um, and that was mainly because of you have, when you're producing a product, you are thinking with a lot of different aspects depending on the client. So if it's e-commerce, for example, I'm thinking with um, you know certain colors, certain fonts, as well as the you know UX and UI, how are customers going to come? How are we going to make sure that they understand the product and eventually buy it? Um, these are all thoughts that need to be put into an end product. And when I started inputting various prompts into ChatGPT to create code and see what it would come out with in regards to a website or anything, I realized that it is, it really just is a program. Like it doesn't have that creative side um, as far as the coding goes, that's going to produce a result that someone's just going to be able to copy and paste and use. It's going to take that human 
thoughts to come up with it. Just like you were talking about the strategy, the strategy is going to be there. There's strategy in every little decision we make, even in the padding of the buttons, you know, like every little decision that we make. Um, and as a designer working with developers all the time, you know, like you have to get something pixel perfect. Exactly. And that developer has to understand, okay, this is 32 pixels over here and eight pixels on the top. And they need to be able to translate that into a working design or, you know, design and development. Um, chat GPT is not going to do that. You have to specify so much if you want to get an exact result. It doesn't have any creative input. Um, it really is basically a robot. It is you input certain things and you get out certain things. And those things that you're going to get out are going to be the most bare level of your input. Now, that is in regards to chat GPT and in regards to coding, um, because that that in itself is like you get out what you put in and that's how coding is just inherently where I was really impressed um, that didn't an AI system that didn't behave this way was a mid journey. And I know you played around with that a lot, too. Before we jump to that topic, I just wanted to say one more thing about chat GPT. I like the part that you said where like it's the creativity piece that's missing. That is exactly the experience I had. I had a friend who was like playing on chat GPT and I was next to him and he was like, okay, create, um, create a TV script. And I want it to be, you know, 30 minutes long. And I want it to be, you know, about this subject. And he like, you know, he described what he wanted it to be. And you know, it started creating this dialogue, but the dialogue was like kind of simplistic. It didn't really think about how, okay, now, you know, they're like they would be for like driving in a car and then they suddenly be somewhere else. And then they suddenly be somewhere else. It reminded me of a child telling a story. And so I felt like that part was just, it's just not quite developed yet. And I think it's going to get there, but right now that's where it's at. And so it's not, it's more of like a, um, a place to kind of play around and try different things. Um, and I'm seeing all sorts of people doing some fun things, but moving on to mid journey, that is the, that is the tool that kind of blew me away. Now I'd heard artists had been talking about it and feeling concerned about it. There's an ins Instagrammer that I follow who, um, he, he has like all of these beautiful AI renderings. Um, and he didn't mention like specifically, like these are AI. Um, and I think people, I mean, I know that it is because yeah. he does do the hashtags, but he doesn't like mention it in the comments. And so, and a lot of people didn't really realize that these are, um, these are AIs. There's also someone who I follow, um, it's uh, it's called packaging AI on, uh, yeah. and they have like some of the best images oh mid journey and posted in their feed. So this That's is hilarious. Watch, like all the really cool stuff that people are doing, um, <sighs> that people are trying. Oh my God. Yeah. I know. That is amazing. It is. It's incredible. So um, I, you know, this, I think this has only been around like a couple of months. Um, and it's just, it's, I mean, the stuff that people are creating is incredible.
Wow. And it's not people that are creating it, but it is people that are creating because they're the ones inputting it and see this is right. what, this is what they put. That was the the what they used for their input. That is amazing. Which is cool that some people are starting to share their inputs. Um, I don't know why, but it seemed like it was a secret for some. Um, mm. They didn't want other people to be able to create with what they what they were able to figure out. Um, mm. But I think you know, as time goes on, you know, it's going to become easier and easier to to do it. We'll have to, we'll have to look at some of the ones I'd love to show the one that I created. This is one of the ones that I created. Um, and I, I don't even know if I should say I created, you know, like, <laughs> like I inputted the words and then the yes. words created this, um, wow. so it was a award-winning packaging design product photography, uh, crundament. I don't remember what the rest of it is. Um, uh, but it created these four. Oh, that um, is so cool. Images. Yeah. Wow. And then I took these four images and I tried, um, I tried a few iterations and yeah. I ended up here and this I was love that version. Yeah. It looks, it looks really pretty. Yeah. It looks expensive. Yeah. <laughs> totally. Totally. Wow. Um, and then this was another version. I love how it just puts a name on there. Yeah. Like it just makes up a brand. It does. It does. Now, sometimes the letters kind of get like smushed together and it looks a little bit strange. Um, that's how I'm able to identify which ones are mid journey. Now I'm like, oh yeah, that's your type. Here's showing like what I actually put inputted into the mid journey box. Oh, so cool. I'm proud of photography, gin, vanilla bottle with debossed art nouveau design. Wow. Yeah, that's, that was this actually, it was interesting because I had it with creme de mint and then somebody else came along and like, and that's the thing in mid journey, anybody can just take what, you know, the exact yeah. formula that you, that you use and they can create their own version. So that's what this person ended up doing. They ended up creating their own version, wow. um, taking the, what I had written and then putting in, um, gin a la vanilla bottle and um and got a completely different result that was that was also really nice you have to get used to yeah. the the layout of discord and mid-journey I when yeah. I first did it I was like where did my stuff go like because there was like a hundred new prompts and that's right. like what I was absolutely, making absolutely absolutely mm -hmm. and I was thinking about showing kind of what that looks like um yeah let me share my screen real quick again. So this is this is what Midjourney looks like, or this is what Discord looks like with Midjourney inside of it. And so we have um, these are all the live prompts that people are creating right now, and you can you know what they are, so you can just take it and then create your own version. Yeah. So it's um it's pretty wild. There's some packaging design right there. Wow. Why don't you try something on screen? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So let's do that. So image prompt, and then let's do award winning packaging design product photography. How about like a strawberry jam? Oh, yeah. Strawberry jam bottle 
it helps to like actually, you know, write some of the things like product photography. Yeah. You know, how you're going to catch the light. That's great. Um, like all of that kind of stuff mm-hmm. really um, makes a difference. And so let's try it. Oh, here it is. It's Ooh. great. Oh my God. That's a very narrow top for jam. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's it's very interesting what it comes up with. Sometimes it's a little unexpected. Yeah. And sometimes it's like got some Heinz bottle vibes going on. It does. <laughs> if we want to look at it. So cool. You can open it up in the browser. Oh yeah. And that's how it looks. Wow. I mean, that's amazing that a robot basically created this. Yeah, in like two minutes. Wow. Um, and the interesting thing that I wonder, and I know that this is kind of where um, artists have had a little bit of beef with, is where is this coming from? You know, it's scouring many, many millions of images. Right. What images and what information from those images is it taking? Um, and what percentage of that is, you know, from a real artist that is actually being used? That's the right. controversy a little bit. Yeah. And I think, um, I think, yeah, we're good. The verdict is still out on all of that. I mean, that's going to be really interesting to see. Um, I mean, you know, even us as designers, like we're influenced by everything around us. I love all these things people are creating. It's so cool to see. It's so fun to see them. This is the revised one. Wow. Create iteration of the one that we were just looking at so you can see that the detail is a little bit different in each yeah. one of them whatever it is it is one fancy jam <laughs> <laughs> i know that's like a 60 dollar thing of jam <laughs> well the quality of the renditions is what really blows me away like yeah. it's it's actually like even the cat that was just on the screen like it does whatever style you ask so well as if an artist did it like a human artist could have created it in that at that level of quality and that's what really stood out to me in mid-journey and it's that it's almost like a creative input you know like you know it's just gathering data from millions of pictures but it seems to have a creativity about how it's putting them together and that's what really is amazing to me about mid-journey this was another one that i did or that i tried a photorealistic award-winning uh luxury vanilla beauty product with high-end art nouveau lettering wow people and this is what came what it came up with um on the first go that's amazing yeah yeah, yeah. That is actually amazing. I mean, it's kind of also cool when you're when you're creating potentially um, you know, comps for clients when you just want to go through some styles and like right. be like, what how do you think of this style? How do you think of this style? It's kind of nice to be able to generate your own rather than just referring to other items that are out there. Yeah, I I definitely I I agree with you and I feel like there's a place for like mood boards yeah journey and that was something I wanted to try I haven't tried it yet but like what if I said okay these are the qualities that I want the brand to have and you know cite some of the you know the the types of products and say okay like I would like a mood board that has this look and feel and 
similar to these type of products and see what it comes up with. I, I can show you if you'd like. I um, When I was looking in mid-journey, I was inspired by a few of the creators in there because it looked like someone was making patterns. And I was like, oh my God, as you know, being in design, sometimes we need to create patterns for our clients for various different things, right? For their brands or for their products. And so I was like, oh my God, if I can make a recurring pattern in mid-journey, how fun would that be, right? And so I started playing around with it and I came up with some really cool designs. Um, and then I was like, I wonder how other products would look at this same prompt. And what I'm going to show you, it, it just was eye-opening to me, again, back to that creativity point on how mid-journey actually seems to be able to create something beautiful versus the other AIs that was, I mean, it's not bad, but it doesn't have the same level, level of aesthetic, I felt. So I'll show you, and then you'll see what I mean. So this is the first one. This is what is called dream. And this is just a floral pattern that I made. And I had the exact same input on all three things. Basically just a symmetrical design with a teal background and orange flowers. So this was made by dream. This was the only thing that it spit out. Still impressive that it was made by not a human at all, um, but that's what it made. <laughs> then Dolly, Dolly is the first interaction I ever had with AI. This is months ago and I was very excited about it, but it is not, is not as refined as Midjourney. that's for sure. Um, so here, I'll show you that here. I mean, it's still not bad. It kind of looks like a wallpaper, um, but it, it at least got the dark, right? I think it says it here. Here, I said symmetrical pattern, repeat dark teal with orange flowers in watercolor style. So that's what I put in on all of them. So you here is the dream one. I feel like um, the Dolly one is like maybe a little bit prettier than the dream one. I don't know. Um, yeah. And yeah, it's a little bit more aesthetic, right? And then here's the mid-journey one. And this one kind of blew me away. And that's what wow. mid-journey made with the exact same prompts. So it's almost like you're going from like kind of like a, you know, childish sketch drawing could almost be made in crayons, um, still fun, but very basic to like a more simple, um, but more elevated look. And then this is just like, oh my God, like, how did they even come up? How did, how did mid journey come up with this pattern? I thought it was so gorgeous. Yeah, I'm yeah. It's, and it's really cool to see the three different styles that came out of the same prompt. And I don't think it's exactly uh, repeatable. I was trying to get it to be, I don't think it is. If I look at the edges, I'd have to play with it a little bit in Photoshop. Um, but I bet that there's a way that you could, you know, say the exact right thing so that you could actually make an infinitely repeatable pattern that could look really cool. You know, it kind of makes me want, like, I hope patterns come back in, in style and design and we start seeing cool patterns everywhere. So one of the other things we noticed in um, mid-journey was that we're starting to see these like watermarks on some of the images as though it's like stock images or maybe it's even images of an artist. So that's interesting. And, and they're all over. It's not on yeah. just one. There's a bunch of them. Right. Yeah. When you zoom in. So you, you have to ask yourself, like, where is this, you know, where is it coming from? Like, 
you know, how is it actually creating it? Um, I know that there's some cases going on, like some actual, there's some cases about uh, artists that are feeling up, very upset because there's they have a very specific style and now these AI generators are using their style and creating new artwork with their style um, that they've developed so um yeah that part I mean I don't know I don't know how that's gonna all pan out because like it hardly seems fair that somebody created their style and then you know, an AI generator could come along and just start creating that style that can be repurposed everywhere. So, you know, that intellectual property piece, I don't know. I don't know how it's, I don't know what's going to happen. I mean, that this lawsuit that's going on now um, is probably going to um, determine the future of some of this, this artwork. Well, and the other thing is, though, is that I believe Microsoft either bought or just donated or um, invested, I mean, a huge amount of money into um, into chat GPT specifically. But in regardless of where it's going, AI is attracting huge amounts of money, like whatever companies are attracting huge amounts of money, which also means that they're going to be able to fight off lawsuits very heavily. Um, so I'll definitely be interested to see where it goes and what kind of limitations are going to be put on it. I actually, in the last uh, couple of weeks, I got an email from one of the illustration um, providers. They have a bunch of illustrators on their site and they said, like, would you be willing to buy illustration that is created through package through through AI? Wow. And I thought, wow, okay, it's it's happening. It's happening. Yes. So companies are inquiring about that. So that's <laughs> <inquiring> amazing. About- <laughs> that is so incredible. My God. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely an adjustment. It's definitely an adjustment in our space. And I think it's gonna be an adjustment everywhere. In the short term, um, you know, writers and designers, like we can all use this as a tool to help yes. us. Get- to uh, the end product more quickly. Yeah. Um, and that's how I've been hearing people are using, um, you know, things like Jasper and ChatGPT is like, okay, like it helps to get the bear, it helps to get down the foundation. And then it's like, yeah. okay, I'm build on that. I'm going to tweak it. Um, and I think even with design, it's kind of similar. It's like, okay, like I could create something myself come up with my ideas. Now let's see what Midjourney comes up with. And let's see if there's other ideas I didn't think of that nice. Midjourney comes up with that maybe we'll, I'll be able to use it as a jumping off point um, for another idea. As long as people think with it and you leverage themselves with it, right. they're going to be fine. Yeah. And I think um, I was thinking about like with, when I first saw uh, Midjourney, I thought, oh, so all I need to do is say, like, create a print ready file and it'll have it all laid out for me exactly what I need. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't, I don't, that's not quite the case yet. Cause first of all, all you get is like a JPEG that's yeah. like Instagram size. So it's not at that level. I could like say, for example, it's like a beautiful pattern. I could bring it in to illustrator. I could trace it. Um, but there's still going to be quite a bit of work that's going to need to be done even to 
get what we're seeing in mid journey to like the files that it needs to be, you know, like the, the to the files that need to be created for it. Like right. exactly, you know, yeah. there's still going to be quite a bit of, um, you know, even if you like that concept, there's going to be a bunch of things you're going to have to do to even realize it. So um, it's not quite there yet. Um, so I think as a brainstorming tool, it, it could be really interesting. I mean, what do we do many times when an artist of any kind needs inspiration? We start looking at others' work. I know I do that, you know, whether it's a website or a logo or any kind of other design elements, I start being like, okay, what are other companies doing that are successful? What do I see that I like? Or the clients will bring me ideas that they like. Now, rather than referring to other work, you can actually kind of create various mock-ups based on your own ideas of what would be cool. So from that perspective, it might actually enhance originality even more, you know, which is also kind of a cool idea as far as the, the creative scene. Yeah, absolutely. And that's the thing is that some of the stuff I've seen through Midjourney have been things I haven't seen before. Yeah. You know, directions that I haven't seen you know, packaging or illustration created in that way. So it's going to continue to learn. And I think that's part that that's the part that scared me initially is that like, we're seeing the beginning of it and it's going to like, the learning is going to compound on itself. And it's just, you know, I think we're going to see things move really quickly, Yes, um, but I don't know how quickly. So we'll, we'll see. We'll see. I know that's the thing. I think that's the big question that everybody has, like from, you know, every level of society and everyone that's ever seen this is going to have the question of, okay, where is this going to go? What are the use cases that we're not even thinking of right now? And how is our entire infrastructure and community going to be changed based on this kind of, uh, you know, change? I think that all industries are going to be affected. I mean, whether you're a lawyer and now like legal arguments can be written with chat GPT, you know, all the different things, there's a bunch of different ways I think it can be used. So I'm glad we're jumping in as fast as we can. So yeah. We can yeah. Out of it and understand it. Yeah. And I hope all the other entrepreneurs that watch this will also be, you know, diving in and learning about it because, um, yeah, this is a tool that we, that we, we need to learn. Yeah. So true. So true. All right. On that note, thanks for joining us um, for episode two and we'll see you guys again next week. Bye guys. Bye.